Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the Stream Scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Patrick Kane's or your Evgeny Kuznetsov's here. No, sir, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey. Not those other podcasts. They're too scared to touch. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win. Not me. My team is the worst team of all time. It's impacting everything I do. I am depressed. I haven't won in a month now. People at work are asking me what's wrong. Hopefully I don't come off as too depressed on this podcast, but it's kind of hard when your team sucks so bad. I mean, I have seen some sucky sucks before, but my team is the suckiest bunch of sucks that I've ever sucked. Ah, Sorry. Real quick, though, we're going to review how I did last week. In case anyone else forgot, my forward streamers were Andreas Athanasiu, Jake DeBrusque, Ryan Strom, Philip Hedel, and Denton Heinen. Our defensive streamers were Christopher Tanev, Nate Schmidt, and Mark Borwiecki. Our shallow league streamer of the week was Jonathan Thames, and our ludicrous streamer was Jasper Fast. Athanasiu had two points in three games so far this week to go along with nine shots, so we can go ahead and chalk that one up as a win. Jake DeBrusque, one goal in two games, was looking great before he got injured, which is not my fault. So we can go ahead and assume that he would have got at least a few more points this week, so that's a W there. Ryan Strom stayed red hot this week. He had three points in three games so far this week. He's all the way up to 45% owned, so hopefully everyone picked him up when they had the chance. Philip Heedle uh, is our first L of the week. Although I still stand behind that pick because he is playing with Buchnevich and Kreider. He just hasn't been able to find that stat sheet this week, unfortunately. Dan Heinen, another swing and a miss there. But again, no regrets. Uh, Boston put up points this week, and Heinen is even getting some top power play time with DeBrusque injured. It just boggles my mind how Boston is so freaking good. And their top line is literally the only people doing anything on that team. It's bonkers. Uh, Christopher Tanev, nothing doing there, but a few perifs, but not as much as I would have liked to warrant this pick being a good one, so I'll take an L there for Tanev. Nate Schmidt, I'm going to claim a win here because while he didn't get any points, he did get some good perifs. Eight shots and six blocks over three games so far this week, and he is still getting that 1B power play time in Vegas. So Schmidt is probably worth keeping on your roster if you did pick him up last week. Uh, Mark Borwiecki, no points, but plenty as perifs as expected not as many as I would have liked to have seen only 10 blocks and 13 hits over four games this week for Borowiecki 
I'll say that's a push on him. Jonathan Tams, what a gross human being. He's just the absolute worst. He smells so bad. Get rid of him in 12-team leagues and less. In 14-team leagues and deeper, you're kind of stuck with him like I am. He's part of the suckiest bunch of sucks that never sucked, so I share your pain there. And finally, uh, Jasper Fast, not great, not terrible. One point in three games, about what you can expect from a ludicrous streamer. But like I said, with Heedle, he's still getting great deployment, so I regret nothing there. Pretty good week overall. A bunch of those guys do play today as well, per usual, uh, but I can absolutely do better than that. No more, Mr. Nice Streamer. No more, Mr. <laughs> it's time to kick it up a notch, ladies and gentlemen. I'm all fired up and ready to knock these picks out of the park, or I guess out of the arena, rather. Uh, these picks are for the week, starting with Monday, November 11th, 2019. First, we're going to take a look at the teams that have the best schedule this upcoming week. Uh, admittedly, it's not a great week for streaming. It's relatively even throughout the days this week, except for Saturday. Uh, but don't worry, I've dug in, done my homework, and found the sweet spots in the schedule for this week. Uh, we've got four teams playing on Monday, 18 teams playing on Tuesday, 10 teams playing on Wednesday, 16 teams playing on Thursday, eh, 10 teams playing on Friday, the maximum 30 teams playing on Saturday, and just four teams playing on Sunday. Obviously, what jumps out to me of the days this week is that Monday and Sunday, only two games apiece going on those days. After that, Wednesday and Friday are the best days, although they're not as slow as we'd normally prefer our off-day games to be. And while Thursday, we still are cautious about it, it's not as busy as it normally is with just 16 teams playing on Thursday. So let's get right into it. We've got a two-way tie for the best schedule of the week. Again, we have the Washington Capitals with one of the best schedules this week. And man, I'll tell you what, they've had a lot of good schedule weeks so far this year. I think their schedule is due to regress back to the mean because it's not like they're one of those Canada teams or California teams that usually have those heavy off-day schedules. So it's perhaps a good time to sell high on maybe your Vranas, your Wilsons, or your Ellers. Uh, anyway, the Caps play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday this week. Tied with the Capitals for the best schedule of this week is the Ottawa Senators. They've also had a bunch of nice schedules lately as well. Um, not as many as the Caps, but still, they also play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. After that, there are three teams tied for the second best schedule of the week. The New Jersey Devils, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the Toronto Maple Leafs all share the same schedule this week, playing on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Now, normally, this wouldn't qualify as a really good streaming schedule, but as I mentioned, this week isn't that great, so we got to pick our spots. There's only eight teams that play on two or more off-day games this week. I've already mentioned five of them, so as long as you're playing at least three games in a week and two of those games are off-days, guess what? Your team qualifies for a good streaming schedule this week. The reason why I like the Devils, the Flyers, and the Maple Leafs in the second tier of streaming schedules this week is because they all play three of their games in a four-day span in the middle of the week. So you can either pick up someone for that Monday, Tuesday, and then Saturday, Sunday stretch if you're looking to get the most production out of just one streaming spot. And lastly, there are three other teams that play three times this week with two of those games being on the off days. Those teams are the Flames, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the Vegas Golden Knights. They all play on Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. So as I mentioned, really not a fantastic week for streaming, but hey, Mama said there'd be streaming weeks like this. You know, we gotta just 
bite down on our mouthpiece, keep our hands up, our chin down, and let them fly. They'll never see us coming this week. And I have got some sneaky good picks for you guys this week. So let's get right into it. Our first streamer pick of the week is going to be Tyler Ennis of the Ottawa Senators. Now, I got to tell you, originally I was a little hesitant to pick any Senators this week because they've recently already had some good schedules, and they're one of the few teams that actually has a good streaming schedule next week as well. But there's a couple of players right now on the Senators that are not only too good to ignore right now, but since they have another good streaming schedule next week, that's even more of a reason to pick them up now. Not only that, but look at players like Ryan Strom, okay? He went from being 1% owned to 47% owned in just two weeks. So we got a strike while the iron is hot, and Tyler Ennis is in fuego right now, baby. Ennis has three points in his last four games, and we also love the fact that he seems to have a pretty sustainable shooting floor so far this season as well. Ennis has 11 shots over his last four games and 34 shots over 16 games for the entire season so far. Ennis is also dual eligible, being able to slide in as a left wing or right wing, which is always nice to see. He's playing alongside Namskamov and Colin White at even strength, and believe it or not, at least as of yesterday, he was getting top power play time alongside Brady Tuchuk, uh, candidate for streamer of the year, Anthony Duclair, Connor Brown, and the greatest defenseman of all time and space, Thomas Shabbat. I do not have enough nice things to say about Tyler Ennis. And guess what? He's 0% owned in league, ladies and gentlemen. That is including the couple, which if you don't know, is the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, the toughest league in the world. And one of the patrons, Marcus, who puts together the fantastic stat attack each week to the Facebook Keeping Carlson Patrons, was kind enough to put together his couple ownership percentages early so that I could use it. And guess what? Ennis is also 0% owned in the couple as well, so he's absolutely available everywhere. That's right. We've got a ludicrous streamer as our top streamer pick of the week. Where else are you going to find that? Only here on the stream scheme, baby. Up next, we're going up to Toronto for our next pick, where I've got a little bit of breaking news right now here, exclusively for the stream scheme listeners. As you may have heard, Mitchell Marner hurt his ankle Saturday night. Uh, he tried to come back a couple of times, but then just was kept out for the rest of the game. That's not the breaking news. I am here to tell you that insider sources have told the stream scheme that they plan on being cautious with Marner so as to not make this a lingering injury. He's going to be out at least these next three games. I bring that up because while we never root for injuries, it does create opportunities for streamers. And the beneficiary when Marner went down is our second streamer of the week, Casperi Kapanen. Kapanen had previously been skating on a third line. It was actually a pretty solid th third line with uh, Kerfoot and Mikheyev. Now he's going to get to see what he can do with Johnny Tavara at even straight. Now, he's a little more owned than I like for normally my streamers. He's 24% owned in Yahoo Leagues, but at the same time, he'd only scored in one game out of his last seven games. So whoever was still hanging on to him at that level of production, even in a deep league, is a little bit of a stretch. So I got to believe in most leagues where people are dying for a win every week, he should be available right now. Like currently in tier one of the couple, he's available there as well. So that's my main focus. Uh, so pick up Kapanen for this week while he gets a test run with Johnny Tavares. 
My next forward streamer pick of the week is a familiar name and someone who is being hailed as one of the top sleeper picks of the year going into draft season. Now, I wasn't one of those people uh, because I knew all along that Nikita Gusev would flame out to start the year. And just as I predicted, I said, and you can quote me on this, you don't want to draft Gusev, but instead wait until everyone drops him and then pick him up as a streamer for the week of November 11th. Kind of creepy how accurate I was with that prediction, eh? Uh, Gusev was dropped pretty much everywhere. There's a couple of clowns still holding on to him. Uh, he's 11% owned in Yahoo Leagues, 24% owned in the couple, so he should be available in most spots. After being healthy scratched for a few games, Gusev is back in the lineup, and he did produce. He's got one goal and eight shots in those three games since his quote-unquote return, I guess. Uh, not a ton of ice time for Gusev in his return, working himself back into it. He had 12 minutes in his first two games back, but in his last game, he did get 14 minutes, so hopefully that keeps trending in the right direction for him. He is seeing some time on the second power play unit right now in New Jersey, alongside Hishir and Bratt. So in a week where there's not a ton of great options, New Jersey is one of those few teams that has two off-day games on Wednesday and Friday. So you could do a lot worse than taking a chance on Nikita Gusev this week. And hey, who knows? Uh, maybe he catches fire and you look like a genius. Yep, stranger things have happened, you know, like Will Butcher getting top power play time over P.K. Saban. But I digress. Moving on, our next forward streamer pick is Brandon Saad. Completely unintentional, but this week is definitely starting to take on a theme of, oh yeah, I remember that guy. Uh, surely everyone remembers old Brandon Saad, the guy who would always get drafted because he shoots a boatload and then he gets great deployment. And surely this will be the season where he starts to put up some great points, but he never did. Um, I will always have love, though, for the Pittsburgh native, Saad is more than welcome to join my team whenever his team has a good streaming schedule, such as this week. Uh, not only that, believe it or not, there's a bunch of reasons to be high on Saad right now. First off, as usual, he's shooting a good bit, 38 shots in 16 games so far this season, so you know he's at the very least good for those. Uh, he's actually heating up a little bit in terms of the score sheet as well. He's got three points in his last three games. All right. He definitely passes the eye test for me personally. I was watching the Blackhawks and the Pens play yesterday. Another great two-goal comeback for the Penguins. Not a big deal. And Saad stood out to me as he was always in good positions, had a bunch of good opportunities, was getting great deployment, I guess as usual per, as well. Uh, he was skating on a second line with Thames and Alex Nylander, uh, and he even got a little bit of time with Kane as well. Now, obviously, who's to say what line will actually stick? Uh, Chicago stinks right now, so who knows what their lines will be from game to game, but I think Saad is a pretty safe bet to at least stick around in that top six, so... Uh, Saad is only 8% owned in Yahoo Leagues, 44% in Kakupful Leagues, actually, which is kind of surprising. Shout out to Kakupful owners, but uh, Saad should be available in a lot of places, and I think he's a great streamer pick this week. For our last forward streamer this week, we are double dipping back in Ottawa, baby. That's right. I'm all in on the Sanders this week. Our next pick is none other than Nick Paul. And I know the old saying, if you have two first names, then you really have none. But we still like Nick Paul this week, regardless. Uh, he has been part of a surprising Senators team lately. I mean, I guess technically they're still the second worst team in the Atlantic. But hey, they've won three out of their last four. How about them apples? And Nick Paul has been great. Nick Paul, yeah, sorry, I'm going to just say his full name. I can't just say Paul or Nick. 
Uh, Nick Paul has six points in his last six games and seven points in his last eight games. Wowie, zowie. Can you believe it? Because I cannot. Nick Paul has been on fire. He's also dual eligible at both center and left wing, so you'll love to see it. Uh, he's playing with superstar and probably leader in the clubhouse for streamer of the year, our old friend Jean-Gabriel Pajot. As long as Pajot is red hot, we can at least hope to mooch off the snap, and that's exactly what Nick Paul has been doing, and we expect that to continue this week. Not only does Ottawa have the best schedule this week, not only do they have one of the best schedules next week as well, Ottawa isn't going to face a ton of beasts in net this week either. They play Carolina, who they just beat, New Jersey, who gives up the third most goals against per game in the league, Philadelphia, middle of the pack, and the Sabres, who after a hot start remembered that they were, in fact, the Sabres and are currently riding a five-game losing streak. So just a great week for the Senators and a great week to pick up our second Senator streamer of the week, Nick Paul, who's only 1% owned in Yahoo Leagues, 11% owned in the Cupful. So it looks like there's a couple of savvy owners there in the Cupful. So pick up Nick Paul. Moving on to our defensive streamers this week, our first defensive streamer is going to be Jacob Chikorin of the Arizona Coyotes. Arizona is one of only three teams this week that plays four times, the only catch being that three of those days are on the mainstay days of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, but at least the other game is on Monday, so if you really wanted to, you could drop them after Saturday and pick someone else up for Sunday if you needed to. Plus, defense is usually a little bit easier to slot in your lineup as opposed to forwards, so I'm not quite as strict. Uh, with picking streamers uh, that play on busy days for defenders that I am on forwards. So Chickering has actually been super hot as of late. He's got two goals in his last two games. And while we certainly don't expect that to continue, uh, with them playing four games this week, it's not unreasonable to expect at least one point and hopefully get two in there as well. Uh, we really like the Yopes. They are red hot. Uh, Chickering has been shooting a bunch, 42 shots on here and 15 shots over his last four games. Not only that, but get this. He's getting top power play time in Arizona as of late, too. That's right. Chickering told old OEL to take a seat, buddy. It's this streamer's time to shine. And so far, he's running with it with those aforementioned two goals. Uh, so definitely worth a pickup for Chickering in all leagues this week alone for streaming purposes, but even more so due to the fact that Chickering is getting that top power play time right now in Arizona. So Chickering is only owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues and 28% owned in a couple leagues, so he should be available pretty much everywhere. Pick up Jacob Chickering. Our next defensive streamer is going to be Calvin DeHaan of the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, I get it. The Blackhawks stink. No one knows what the Blackhawks are doing. Not even the Blackhawks know what the Blackhawks are doing. But one thing I do know is that Calvin DeHaan has been pretty darn good for us so far this year as far as peripherals. 50 hits and 35 blocks so far this year, which gives him a very nice floor pretty much every game of three and a half hits to go along with two and a half blocks. As I mentioned, the Blackhawks are one of the few teams that played twice with off days this week, three games total. So as long as Dahan keeps up his nice perifs and is able to sneak in a point maybe in one of those three games, this is going to be an easy win for us this week. Tahan is only 3% owned in Yahoo Leagues and 0% owned in Kakupful Leagues, which is kind of surprising. So you can pretty much find Tahan wherever streamers are sold. Our last defensive streamer this week is going to be Jake Gardner of the Carolina Hurricanes. 
admittedly, this one is a little bit of a hunch pick on my part. Um, I don't know how he's owned in 19% of Yahoo leagues and 17% of couple leagues because he stinks. Uh, not a ton of peripherals, only five points in 17 games so far this year. No points in his last three games. So you're probably asking yourself, Dave, not, then why are you suggesting I pick him up for a streamer pick? The answer is simple, my friend. Well, firstly, we're assuming that Chikorin or Dahan wasn't available. Secondly, the Hurricanes are 1,000% due this week. The Hurricanes are currently on a four-game losing streak, and I've got a real good feeling that they're able to turn it around this week. Perhaps a little mini point explosion? And, you know, whenever there's a point explosion, we always like to get collateral damage from that. And I think I'm going to go ahead and predict that Gardner gets two points in his three games this week. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Now, I'm not going to put a Davy B stomach punch guarantee on that. Not a chance. But as far as last chance Hail Mary defensive streamers go, eh, Gardner's worth a shot this week. All right, and for this week, instead of giving you guys a shallow league streamer pick, I'm actually going to switch it up. And because I don't really see any good shallow league streamers, I'm going to give you instead a goalie streamer of the week. How about that, eh? And it's going to be our third Ottawa Senator of the week. That's right. It's Anders Nilsson. Nilsson Schmilson has been absolutely incredible as of late. I picked him up as a streamer this past week, and I was like, oh, this guy's actually been uh, pretty good. And he kept that going this week as well, picking up two wins, only giving up three goals in those two games. He's won his last three games and has only given up more than two goals just once in his last seven games. Pretty amazing stuff, no matter how you slice it. He's officially taken that number one goalie spot in Ottawa. The Senators are hot. Well, I guess kind of hot. Uh, they've got a great schedule this week. He's only owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues and 22% of Kikupo leagues with me being one of those guys that are bumping up that percentage. Uh, now look, starting goalies, they're hard to come by, let alone ones that are hot. So pick up Nilsson this week and see how long this can last. And lastly, for our ludicrous streamer of the week, we've got Radic Faxa of the Dallas Stars. Now, of course, the Stars don't actually have a good schedule this week. Uh, they're playing on all the busy days, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So this pick may be a little sacrilegious. But if you've got an open roster spot on those busy days, and maybe you're in a deep league, uh, Faxa is definitely worth a look. Right now, he doesn't have great deployment, at least on even strength, as he's buried on the third line. But part of the reason why he's our ludicrous streamer this week is because he's getting top power play time right now, playing alongside Sagan and Radulov. Uh, it clearly paid off last game. He had two goals, and he picked up an assist the, two, the one game before that. And in this most recent game, he actually fired off seven shots. Now, I hope that he's just letting it rip because of his new deployment, because typically he doesn't shoot that much. But I'm hoping that like the coaches told him, you know, just let it fly, because that would be great for us owners. He's a ludicrous streamer, so you know he's available everywhere. 1% owned in Yahoo Leagues, 0% owned in the Cupful, so pick up Faxa if you're in a pinch. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, November 11th, 2019, are the following. Forward streamers Tyler Ennis, Kasperi Kapanen, Nikita Gusev, Brandon Saad, and Nick Paul. Our defensive streamers are Jacob Chikorin, Calvin DeHaan, and Jake Gardner. Our goalie streamer of the week is Anders Nilsson. And our ludicrous streamer is Radic Faxa. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Facebook patron page or on Twitter at Davey Betts. Ooh, new name. Uh, thank you once again for tuning in, and don't forget what the great Laura Jones once said. 
future belongs to those who believe in their streets. See you!